0: This is the Christian Life Center podcast. Here at CLC, we are messengers of hope, where we believe in taking God's message of hope everywhere we go to everyone we meet. From wherever you are, be encouraged by this week's message. Amen. CLC, can we make some noise for Jesus? All right. Listen, listen, it is an honor and a joy to be before you tonight. Uh, Can we make some noise for our pastors, Pastor Tom and Candy? Yeah. Oh, man, it's such an honor to be able to serve this great commission, this great church, Uh, to the pastors that are on staff, the the women and men that I get to serve next to, um, my brothers and sisters in arms, I honor you. Um, I just love Jesus today. And um I'm on a specific assignment uh, to be bold, to be biblical and to be brief. So, <laughs> so we're going to have a good time tonight and and last but not least, I have to just praise the Lord for my beautiful wife. When I tell you when I tell you I'm beyond blessed, um, I thank God for our agreement. I thank God for bringing us together, and and through our love and through our passion, we ended up creating one of the cutest children that's ever been seen. My daughter, Charlie, she's such a blessing, and so I'm I'm just full of things to be thankful for, and so let's get started. Can you open your Bibles with me to the book of Psalms? Go to Psalms 100. That's Psalms 100, and we're gonna start at the first verse, and we're gonna read all the way to the fifth verse. Psalms 100, it says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. I have the honor and the privilege to preach on this subject tonight, which is the importance of thanksgiving. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We give you all the glory. There is none like you in all the earth. Oh Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. It was David that said, I extol thee, O oh Lord, for you have lifted me. And so, Father, we give you glory and we give you praise tonight. May the word of God go unhindered and unchecked by any outside force. May the eyes of our understanding be open. May our ears be ready to hear what you have to say to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen, amen, amen. Amen. So as a young man, I grew up in an environment full of children. I am the eldest of three, but by the way that I grew up and the environment that I grew up in, it would seem that I would be the eldest of 15 or 20. Why? Because my mother was an entrepreneur. My mom had a daycare inside of our home for 16 years. I've seen diapers changed. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, well-versed in making bottles. I'm well-versed in watching children because I was a part of the process. One of the things that I saw my mom do consistently was teach children how to say thank you. My mom would give them something and she would say thank you. And, that, and she would say thank you to that child until that child responded with thank you. Oftentimes, my mother would also see that they had something in their hand that they didn't need to have. And instead of snatching it from the child, she would calmly go up to the child and grab it and say, thank you. There was something that my mother was trying to teach the children that she was watching. She was trying to teach them gratitude. Somebody say gratitude. Gratitude. She was trying to teach them that when somebody gives you something there's a proper way to respond. She was trying to teach them that even when something is taken away from you, there is a proper way to respond. She was trying to teach them thankfulness. The definition of thankfulness is us rendering the proper response for all that the Lord has done. The song song said, what shall I render to Jehovah? For he has done so many things for me. Our response to the great things of God is our praise. It's our gratitude. It's our hallelujah. It's the clapping of our hands. We have a response for all of the things that God has done. And what excites me about this topic, what really stirs me up about this topic is that it doesn't benefit, it doesn't benefit, it only benefits God when we, when we give gratitude. Think about this, our prayers benefit us. For he said we need to pray without ceasing. Our money, when we give it back to God, it benefits us, it benefits the body and it breaks the spirit of mammon off of our life. Why? Because the scripture says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The scriptures also tell us that the silver is his, the gold is his. So the money doesn't mean anything to the Lord because he walks on gold streets. The word is only beneficial to us. Why? Because the the scripture says that he is the living word. The scripture says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. God does not need to read the Bible, the Bible benefits us. So when we get all the way down to all of the things we do in church, what do we do that actually benefits God? It's thank you. The scripture says that we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and we enter into his courts with praise. Our response, our proper response to all of the things that God has done for us is a heart of gratitude. Why, listen, why is this important? It's important for us to remember that we owe him. We owe him. Listen, we owe him. When I come into the house of God, I'm not doing God a favor. When I come into the house of God, I am not doing God a favor. When I'm coming to the house of God, I'm coming to bring something. There's something dangerous, Pastor Kevin, in the new church is we come to church to get something. But the biblical thing of coming to the temple is I come to bring something. I'm not, I'm not coming to hear my favorite song. I'm not coming to make sure that the right person that I like is preaching. I'm coming to give something. Right, so when I get before the Lord, when I get before the Lord, I can't be silent. When I get before the Lord, I can't be stoic. When I get before the Lord, I can't have my hands in my pocket during praise and worship. When I get before the Lord, I have something to bring because of all the things that he's done for me. So thanksgiving is defined as our response to the things that God has done. What has he done? John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever might believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What does that mean? That we were separated from God. That sin had separated us from a relationship with the father. And he came and gave his, his life so that we could have a relationship with God. The scripture says that we, That we were that we were far from Him. (laughs) The Scripture says that 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 He called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. The Scripture tells us that that we were that 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 He called us out of the kingdom of darkness and has brought us into the kingdom of His dear Son. So we have something to be thankful for. We respond because of that sacrifice. In the song, Love Lifted Me, I love it. He said, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, so very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But here's the encouragement. But the master of the sea, (laughs) but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters he lifted me, now safe am I. I've got a reason to praise him. I've got a reason to praise him because he's done so much for me. It was David that said in Psalms 103, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul. (laughs) And bless, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. What are those benefits? He healed me of all my diseases. He he forgave me of all of my sins. He brought me out of the pit and he crowned me with his love and kindness. And so our response, the singer says, my response is hallelujah. Why? Because you're my redeemer. Hallelujah. We owe him. If somebody did something for you, That was absolutely life-changing. They created an opportunity for you that answered all of your wildest dreams. They pulled you out of the darkest situation that that you've ever experienced. They paid a bill when you were going to get your lights turned off. They bought you food when you had nothing in the refrigerator. Your response to that person, our natural response is thank you and I owe you. If you ever need anything from me, I got you. So what is our response then? To a God who pulled us out of actual mire and muck, who healed our bodies, who delivered us from all evil, who saved our soul, what is our proper response? My response is, I give you my life. So here, in turn, when I come into church, I don't need, listen, I don't need a long list. All you need is a good memory. All I need is a good memory. You can wake me up out of a, out of a, out of a deep rim sleep and I can give you 15 things that I'm happy, for, happy about. I can give you 15 things that I'm thankful that God did. My response to everything that he's done is thank you because I owe him. My, our, our first point today is that thanksgiving is the will of God. I, I think what we, what we do is we, we make the will of God too deep. If you properly define it, it says just the desires of God. The, ple- the things that bring God pleasure. It brings God pleasure to be in the presence of praisers. The scripture says that he inhabits the praises of his people. If he inhabits the praises of his people, who inhabits their complaints? If, we inha- if he inhabits the praises of his people, who inhabits our complaints? The scripture tells us in, in, in Exodus, it says that that when the children of Israel complained, they were destroyed by the destroyer. My Bible tells me this, that Satan comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. Could it be that because this is the year of breakthrough, could it be that our breakthrough in certain areas has been hindered because of our complaining? Could it be that The Lord wants to be close to you. The Lord wants to get involved in your situation. But because we're not responding in the situation with thanksgiving, but we're responding with with complaining, with murmuring, and with an attitude, instead of our praises being inhabited by God, our complaints are now being inhabited by the accuser of the brethren. It says that, It says in the book of 1 Thessalonians, he says, give thanks in every circumstance, for this is the will of God. Hmm, Romans 12 and 1 says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the perfect and acceptable will of God. Or another translation says that you will know what the will of God is. Why does, that, why, why does that actually go together? Because the scriptures tell us in Romans 1, the scriptures tell us clearly that the world refuses to give glory to God. So my responsibility now is to get away from the world. Because when, I, when, I, when I'm worldly, I'm not going to give him praise. Oh, when I'm full of the flesh, I'm not going to give him the praise that he's due. I have to come out of the world because the world refuses to give God the praise that he's due. And and, and what we have to understand about giving God praise and being thankful for all that he's done is this. Praise and glory not given to God is poisonous to us. The book of Acts, um, it, it talks about King Herod refused to give glory to God. And because he refused to give God praise, because he refused to be thankful to God, the Lord killed him right on the spot. It is is important and imperative for us to give thanks to God. Why? Because it is the will of God concerning you. I want God to be in my life. I want God to be in my situation. I want God to inhabit every aspect of my life. And the only way that I can do that is through continual thanksgiving. How many of us like to be around people who complain? How many of us like to be around people who always have something negative to say? How many of us like the people who see the glass half full and not the glass half empty? What we're saying is that God wants to be around those. God wants to be in the presence of those who give him praise and who are thankful. Number two, in in Thessalonians, he says, give thanks in every circumstance. So our second point is, thanksgiving is a commandment, and because it's a commandment, It's a commandment that I have to do regardless of circumstance. I have to give him praise no matter what's going on. Oh, I don't feel good in my body. Thank you. Oh, I don't have as much money as I would like to have. Thank you. Oh, oh, my children don't know the Lord and and my children are, 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 are aggressive and disobedient. Father, thank you for my children. My responsibility is to give him praise no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance. In the book of Job, I love it. In the book of Job, in the book of Job no matter what he went through, at the end of chapter 1, it says, and he refused to, to, to attack God because of what he was going through. Why? Because, because staying the same in every situation is a sign of integrity. The suffering of Job is a sign of integrity. Where do we get the word integrity from? We get it from the word integer, which means one. So that means you're the same way in every situation. And, and, and this was challenged by the wife of Job. For she said, are you still holding on to your integrity? Why don't you curse God and die? We we see unstoppable and unquestionable and unfixable situations when we choose to be two different people. When I am praising here, but complaining at home, when I tell pastor what a good sermon to his face, And then I go home and I say, but he didn't have to preach 45 minutes, did he? (laughs) What we all like is people who are the same regardless of when we see them. What we all like is people who, what, what you see is what you get. And what the Lord is requiring from us, he's saying no matter what you're going through, I just want you to be the same person. No matter what you're faced with, I just want to hear thank you. (laughs) Whether, uh, Paul said it like this. He said, I have learned, I have learned in whatever situation I'm in, to be content. Whether I abase or whether I abound, I choose to give him praise. Point number three, prayer has to be, prayer has to be added, thanksgiving has to be added to our prayers. The book of Philippians says this it says, give thanks, it says, don't be anxious of anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So I love to cook. Um, and I understand the importance of all the ingredients. One time I had the opportunity of making someone some cornbread. The saints, the sa- I, my cornbread around here is a little bit famous. I, I, I love to cook. But I was making cornbread one day and it wasn't looking right. I was looking at it in 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 the oven and and it was full of holes and and it it didn't rise it didn't have that it didn't have that 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 golden outside crust that it normally has it wasn't glistening like it normally does and I pulled it out and i and I, and i and i cut it and it felt like i was i was it felt it, it just it wasn't right okay it wasn't right I didn't in turn say. What's wrong with the oven? I didn't say what's wrong with Sasha. I didn't say, oh my God, this 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 uh, uh, this cast iron skillet. What's wrong with this cast iron skillet? No. Immediately, I figured, what did I miss? I didn't get the proper reaction out of the. Uh, out of my ingredients that I wanted. So which ingredient did I leave out? Oftentimes we pray and we're asking God for things, but we're not adding thanksgiving to it. And so you're not getting the reaction you want in your life because because you're asking God for all of these things without saying first, God, before I ask you anything, I just want to say thank you for what I have. We complain about our jobs instead of saying thank you that I have a job that's actually paying, helping me to pay my bills. I may not be able to buy all of the things that I want. I may not be able to do all of the things that I feel like doing with my money, but thank you. We, uh, I, I had a, um, a brief stint in the bodybuilding profession. I know it doesn't look like it because I'm shaped like a marshmallow. But I was a bodybuilder for a short period of time. And no matter how much food I ate, I still needed to be supplemented. No matter how much protein I ate, I still didn't have enough protein to grow at the rate that I needed to grow. Could it be that the thanksgiving is the supplement to the prayers? Could it be that my prayers are not, are not as effective as they could be because they are not supplemented with thanksgiving? So what, what we want today what, and, and what we're talking about today is why and how Why and how do I get to experience the things in my life with thanksgiving? I have dreams. I have goals. I have all of these things that I want to do. But if I don't add to the situation with thanksgiving, I'm exercising in futility. What do we need to take away from this? Thanksgiving is not merely something on the outward. Oh, we see somebody and they come up to the front and they have their hands lifted. And they're running around the church or they're screaming or they're crying. Thanksgiving doesn't start on the outside. When David said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, what he was saying is that praise is an inside job. Thanksgiving starts on the inside. What's the most important thing is not the clapping of your hands. What the most important thing is not the bowing of your knee. The most important thing and the beginning of all of the thanksgiving that we're talking about today is to have a heart that's obedient to the father. Because it was, it was Jesus that said their, their hearts, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. How many of us have our hands lifted in front of everybody in church, but our hands folded on the inside? How many of us are bowed in church, but standing up on the inside? It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth. If what's on the inside is opposing the things of God, it it doesn't matter what you say, it matters what you do when you leave here. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. The scripture says, Love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. What does that mean? When I love the Lord God with all my heart, I love him with my preferences. That means I prefer him. <laughs> oh, man, listen. There, there were a lot of people that wanted to marry me, but I prefer her. There were a lot of people that said, hey, we, I think we can make this thing happen. No, 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 no. I prefer that one right there. And everything that happens in church is a a response to your preference. When I don't lift my hands in the presence of God, what am I saying in the spirit? That I prefer silence. I prefer not doing anything in this environment. Even though I came here to give God praise, I prefer to do something different. He said, Love the Lord God with all your heart and all your soul. What is the soul? the seat of our affections and our desires. And so when I love him with my soul, I say, hey, whatever you say, I'm going to do, regardless of how I feel, (laughs) regardless of my opinion, regardless of what I think. For the scripture says, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but in the end, it leads to destruction. If I love the Lord God with my soul, that means I put my desires, I put I put my my, my opinions, I put my affections, I put my passions on the altar and I say, you sit here. If I love the Lord God with all my heart, soul, mind and my, uh, if I love the Lord God with all my mind, what am I saying? What I'm saying is I reason with God before I reason with anybody. God tells me something, I don't, when God tells me something, Sasha and I were repenting because I said, Sasha, it is wrong for us to, to consult even with each other before we talk to God. So it, when, when I love the Lord God with all my mind, what I'm doing and what I'm saying is, Lord, I'm coming to you before I talk to anybody else. I want your opinion before I get on social media. Before I call my best friend, I'm going to ask you, what do you think? But it says, when I love the Lord God with all my strength, it's I love the Lord God with all my available ability. So I am not loving God. If we got here at our time of talking about life groups, if at SGC and all of the different things that go on in this church that people are trying to get us to serve in, if I still choose to do nothing, I'm not loving him with all of, with all of my strength. Oh man, the, uh, the, the, the numbers say that 30% of the people take care of 100% of the things that are needed in the church financially. Why? Because there's only 30% of the people who are loving the Lord God with their strength. Why? The money that I get, that I get is a result of the energy that I put at somebody else's company. When I refuse to give glory to God with my finances, what am I saying? That I don't need you in this area. When I refuse to give him glory with my mind, and he said in the scriptures, he said, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. What is he saying? If you would just come talk to me, we can get some things together. So let us not get caught up in the outward expressions of thanksgiving. For if I am not thankful from the inside, if it doesn't work from the inside out, then it doesn't matter. If what I'm doing doesn't come from the overflow of my love for him, it doesn't matter. If everything that I'm doing is void, is to impress men, but is still void of obedience. My, I, I'm just, my praise is just lip service. And my dancing is just an exercise in futility. It does not matter what you do if your heart is not right before God. So what are we saying? What are we saying today? How do we respond? Our response should be, Lord, when I come into your house, I don't, need, I don't have to have anybody to, to, to encourage me to praise you. Why? Because I have a good memory. Why, in, in, in the old church, they used to say, before we started to shout, it was go for what you know. Before you start dancing, he would tell you, "Go for what you know, right? Because there are things that I know about me that you don't know that I'm thankful for. <laughs> I'm thankful that you don't know it too." Right? And so because there are things that there are things that we need to address on the inside and there are things that are obvious that should be addressed on the outside. We have a reason to give him praise. All right. Listen, it was an honor to be before you. Can we lift up our hands and can we practice what was preached tonight? Can we just take a moment to tell him thank you? Not thank you that's being pumped and primed by man, but a thank you that is birthed from the inside gratefulness. The songwriter said, flowing from my heart is gratefulness. Can you lift your voice? What I found through in the scriptures, I've seen silent prayers. Hold on, man. I need you to hear this. Throughout the scriptures, you see silent prayers. Hannah was praying silently on the inside because she wanted a child. She prayed in such a way that Eli thought she was drunk. But the Lord heard her. The woman with the issue of blood said within herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I'll be made whole. I can find a place where prayers were silent, but I can't find a place where thank you was silent. I can't have something from you. You can't give me something and I take it and walk away. And I come back to you later and said, I said thank you in my mind. Oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. And so no matter what you, what, no matter what you think, let God be true and every man a liar. The scripture says, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. It said, clap your hands, all ye people. So going forward, can we not be primed and pumped by somebody to give him glory? When Toby says, hey guys, it's time for worship, can we just already be ready? And what does that take? That takes a daily decision that I'm gonna give him praise in the privacy of my home. That takes a daily decision that I'm gonna give him glory on my way to work, that I'm gonna give him glory on my lunch break. This is what I truly believe. I believe what made David a man after God's own heart was not necessarily his pray, not necessarily his prayers, but his praise. David said, Three times a day in the morning, noon, and night, I pray to you. But he said, Seven times a day I give you praise. <laughs> I give you praise for your righteous judgments. So As you are waiting for your turkey to thaw, it should already be thawed by now. If you just thawing it tonight, you're not having turkey tomorrow. But as we get our minds ready for tomorrow and Thanksgiving, let's go forward with this thought, that he is worthy of it all, that he is deserving of my praise, and that I'm not gonna let a rock cry out for me. CLC, I love you. I appreciate your time. And I say thanks, happy Thanksgiving to you all. If this ministry is making an impact in your life,